Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Joshua Esters. Um, and I'm back again with another episode. This one is going to be a relatively quick episode. I have a uh, long night ahead of me. A um, lot of work to do. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we're going to keep it somewhat short. But there's a few, there's a few points I want to hit on. Um, this episode. Well, first, first and foremost, uh, Happy New Year! So this is the um, first, my first podcast episode of 2022, and uh, let's let's get straight to it. So 2022, I am looking at a few things that I want to accomplish, and my goals for 2022 are uh, 600,000 in sales, and um, Losing losing fifty pounds, losing fifty pounds, six hundred thousand dollars in sales. That those are my two my two goals um, that I'm gonna you know uh, keep in mind consistently and constantly. And uh, in, in, in I'm not a real big super big goal setter type of guy, um, but I am getting more into it. And just like just like I talked about, uh, if you if you got a chance to listen to. Um, the episode that I did on, uh, the three books, I think I titled it the three books that will make you rich forever. One of them is vivid vision. And that one has opened my mind to, um, to writing down my vision. And, um, and another book is 12 week goals. And that one's helping me. Um, it's actually changing a, a lot on my, my viewpoint of goals and, and writing things down. Um, and, and it, it's, it's really the vivid vision is helping me get that main thing, you know, the, the vision and the 12 week goal is helping me work backwards from there, you know, to re- reverse engineer the visions. And, uh, those two books put a lot in perspective for me. So, um, so if you get a chance to check that episode out, um, and so, so in regards to my, my, my goals, like I said, I, I'm, you know, I, I try not to be too stringent with them, uh, just very loose. But one thing that's very important that I did talk about in that episode is, um, is, is the idea of, uh, of, of not forecasting. So I read an, I read an excerpt from Vivid Vision in that episode, uh, it's a few episodes back, um, called The Three Books That Will Make You Rich Forever. I read an excerpt from the book talking about how, you know, the vision, uh, a vision should not be forecasted. So, you know, in a sense, I'm kind of mixing it up because I'm, it is a goal. I guess you could say it's a vision of mine, 600,000 in sales and, uh, and, and, and lose 50 pounds. Um, but, but I, I take that idea of not forecasting with this, with these two particular goals. Um, in, 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 and what I'll elaborate, I'll elaborate a little bit more on that, um, right now, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, so, so if I'm looking at what I did in sales last year, right. So I did almost 300,000 in sales last year across, uh, across Etsy, eBay and Amazon. So that's not even uh, calculating my, uh, my, my other platforms that I sell on, uh, sales. Um, so, so very close to 300,000. Okay. So I did, uh, what was it? Uh, I did, um, 
30,000 on eBay, almost 29,000 and some change. I did 25,000 and some change on Amazon. And I did uh, uh, 230,000 on Etsy last year. So, so yeah, so, you know, close, 300,000. So even though 600,000 is double, um, a little, a little over double what I did, uh, uh, in, in sales in 2021, for me, it, it's a, it's still a stretch. It's a stretch because, uh, I don't forecast, you know, I, I don't, it's not a forecast that I would double my sales this year. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, um, Q4 2021, even though I had the hiccups and bumps, I was still, I was extremely busy. You know, I was really maxed out in terms of my capacity, uh, almost maxed out. I wouldn't say entirely, but almost maxed out. There are some areas where I can be a little bit more efficient that would, that would allow me to pick up more sales. Um, um, maybe about 30,000 or more sales. If I was a little bit more efficient, if I, if things were going, you know, the way that I wanted, wanted them to, plus being more efficient, I would probably be able to pick up another, pick up another 30,000 sales. So, uh, for, for Q4. So, um, so, so, uh, my, my goal is 600,000 in sales. It feels like I, you know, if I did twice as much of what I did, uh, last Q4, for example, it, it doesn't register in terms of like, I, I don't really see what that would look like. I can't really see what that would look like. So it's, it's really outside of my forecast. I don't, I don't really know how I would do that. Um, so, so that's the, 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 uh, the perspective that I'm taking from it. So I'm, um, creating this goal that I really don't know how I'm going to accomplish, you know? So that's totally different from forecasting. And I, I would, um, I would advise, you know, I would recommend, um, that you do something similar, you know, cause, I, cause what happens a lot, um, at least what I got from that book was, you know, we make goals and we, we forecast, we make goals based on our forecasts. It's like, okay, well I did 10,000 sales last month. I can do 12,000. I'm probably do 12,000 this month. No, no, no. I did 10,000 in sales last month. This next month, I'm going to do 30,000, right? So that, that, that's totally outside of a forecast, you know, unless, unless, you know, um, you know, unless you're, you know, you're, you're gearing, you're gearing up for $30,000 a month. But if you don't really know how you're going to hit 30,000, um, that for me, the way I look at that, it's the way I look at it is that that's actually big enough goal. It's a big enough goal to hit. I'm not into the whole 10 X thing and all that kind of stuff. Nah, you know, yes, we're going to have some, um, some, 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 some forecasting goals, right? So yeah, this is what we forecast. We're going to make, if we're going to do 10,000 this month, I forecast 14,000 next month, something like that. But, uh, but we're going to push for those goals that we really don't know how we're going to hit. You know, we're really going to shoot for the stars and land on the moon kind of situation. Right. So, so, um, so I'll break down my $600,000 like this. Okay. So I am shooting for 30,000 in sales a month. Okay. I want no less than 30,000 in sales a month. Um, from January all the way up to September. 
Okay, no less than thirty thousand. That's what I'm going for. Uh, on average, okay. Um, that is actually what I actually forecast. That's my forecast. My forecast is thirty thousand. It's, it's actually thirty thousand. A little, a little bit outside of my forecast. I honestly believe. Uh, I honestly forecast no less than twenty thousand. But uh, thirty thousand. That's what I want. I want to do no less than thirty thousand. My forecast is twenty thousand, twenty twenty five thousand a month in sales. Um, but I'm I'm really gonna try to push and you know, keep and push for thirty thousand. Okay, so thirty thousand. Let's say thirty thousand. Um, you know, for the the entire year, that's three hundred sixty thousand. Okay, so um, how my the flow of my um, business, how it's been working is, uh, you know, my, my Q4s are relatively large Q4s, you know, um, relative to the average month of, uh, you know, out, outside of Q4. So I anticipate doing at least three times, uh, three times as much, um, during November and December, for sure. October, you know, it's a little iffy, you know, it's a little slow. Sometimes October could be, is a, is a, you know, might, might double my average sales, but November, December, I, I'm, you know, I anticipate hitting at least three times my average, you know, my average for, you know, January to September. So three times my average that, that I am looking for is 30,000. So that's 90,000. So I got sick. I got, uh, um, so I got thirty thousand in sales, um, so three sixty, and then through uh, through uh, you know if I triple my sales, December and no um, November December, so that's uh, thirty sixty is one twenty, so it's one twenty on top of three sixty is four eighty, all right, so that's four eighty. So now I have a hundred and twenty thousand um, in sales that I I have to come up with that I have to figure out how to hit. Okay, so if I'm doing thirty thousand a month, right? I'll break that down again: thirty thousand dollars a month for the entire year. But in the month of December and November, I'm gonna at least be doing triple my average, so ninety thousand. Um. But if I just take away, you know, 30,000 30, from the 90,000, I get 60,000 for the two months of, of November, December. So 60,000 in, in November, 60,000 in December. Let me put that to the side real quick. So I got my 30,000 for the entire year. That's 360,000. Then plus the 60,000 that I, the, the additional 60,000 I would do in November and December, uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. The sixty thousand each I'll do in um, November and December is one twenty. So one twenty on top of three sixty is four eighty. So I have to come up with one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay. So my forecast is I'm going to do four eighty. That's my forecast. But my goal is to figure out how to hit an additional one hundred twenty thousand for the year. That's my goal. Um. So 50 pounds, I'm going to lose 50 pounds is my goal as well. Um, I've never been on a weight loss journey. 
I've, I've never done anything like that before. Um, but, uh, but I talked about, you know, health and all that kind of stuff a few episodes back and, and it's, um, just becoming more health conscious over the past year or so. And, um, so it's, 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 it's really outside of my, um, just uh, being on a losing a, a weight loss journey is just outside of my normal lifestyle, you know? So, um, and it's a lot, it sounds like a lot for me, you know? So, uh, it's, it's a goal that's bigger than, than what I know I can hit. So I don't know how I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I don't really know, you know? Um, but I know I need to. And, um, and, and it's a big enough goal where it's like, you know, it's not a forecasted goal. I'm not losing a pound a month or two pounds a month or whatever to get to 50. I, I, you know, so so it's not a forecast. My my whole thing is I'm not, it's not uh, the goals that I'm setting for myself. They're not forecasted goals. Um, they're just goals that aren't too big. They aren't too outside of the realm of what I can accomplish, you know, but they're also not something that I expect to be done, you know? Um, because like I said, I'm not in the whole 10, I'm not interested in the whole 10 X thing. I, I understand the concept and I like it and I understand, I understand it. But I'm I'm after like okay what's just what's just outside of my realm of what I think I can achieve you know what's just what's just outside of that and let me let me try to shoot for that um, and if I lose thirty pounds you know I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna kick myself in the foot I'm not gonna kick myself in the butt you know um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be excited about that you know and if I do five hundred and fifty thousand sales. I'm not gonna be mad, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, it's nothing to be mad about, you know, um, and, uh, and, and, and as you know, I, I talked about this in, in, in a previous episode when I talked about, uh, what type of millionaire do you need to be, uh, that was not, not too long ago, and, uh, you know, my goal was to get to a million in sales, right, so I'm, I'm climbing up that, um, ladder to get to a million in sales. That's my goal is to get to a million in sales. I need to touch a million in sales before I start, uh, thinking about trying to do a million in net, uh, net profit every single month, every single year, excuse me. So let me get to a million in sales. And this is my stepping stone. You know, I can figure out how to get to six, 600,000. And then, um, once I hit that goal, even if I don't hit it, for example, if I hit 550, uh, next year, I think I'm going to shoot for a million. Okay. Cause once I start really seeing it, once I figure out how to unlock 120,000, I feel like I can figure out how to unlock, you know, a million dollars. And it's, it's so weird because it's, cause you know, it's not actually not weird. I mean, it, it becomes exponential. You know, I do believe in that. So I, I don't believe in like, you know, I, I know people are going to mistake what I'm saying as, oh, you know, set short goals or set goals you think you can achieve. I'm going to make it very clear. I believe in setting goals. I do believe in that. I do believe in setting goals that you feel like you can achieve, you know, and, and getting those victories, getting those wins, you know. Um, now, what I don't believe, oh, and I also believe in setting goals just outside of what you feel like you can achieve. I think that's, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good stretch. You know, if it's something just outside of what you think you can achieve, I think that, um, you know, that'll bring more joy than hitting a goal that you think you can achieve, you know? Um, 
but I don't believe in doing that consistently all the sing all the time. I do think, um, I do think what happens is after you figure out how to accomplish big goals or goals that are just outside of your realm of what you think you can achieve, you start to be able to figure out how to exponentially achieve goals. So if you go from, you know, 10,000 a month to 30,000 a month, you can figure out how to go from 30,000 to 60,000 a month and then from 60,000 a month to 120 a month. You know, because the skill set that you're that you're uh, you're, you're, you're there's, a, there's a ladder of skills that you're you're acquiring and um, they're just, just going to allow you to exponentially grow, you know, after you hit those, you know, those smaller targets. You know, you start being able to just double every single month or double every single year or whatever exponential is for you. Um, so, yeah. So so that that is that. Um you know, I have a long night ahead of me and it's because, uh, uh, I'm getting a vasectomy today. Um, right now, like, uh, what time is it? Two o'clock in the morning. So, um, yeah, so I'm getting a vasectomy, uh, later on today. And, um, and I can't lift anything for, t- I think like 10 days or something like that. So, um, I didn't really think about, uh, all the stuff that I need to lift. So uh, I'm I'm doing a lot of the lifting work that I need to, you know, uh, that I had planned to do, that I need to do very soon. So I need to do it all in one night. Got to move stuff and you know and uh, yeah, some of the stuff I do is, is is laborious. You know, I got you know I got I got shipments coming in, you know, products and stuff like that, and I gotta you know uh, you know put those where they need to be, uh, store those where they need to be, and. I gotta, I gotta, gotta lift it. Stuff, stuff is heavy, you know. But anyways, so yeah, I mean, listen, listen, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm almost, I'm almost capped out. I'm like, I'm almost maxed out. I'm, a, I'm a one man band. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a one man band. Uh, and, you know, this last, maybe the last what six to eight months, I realized like, okay, all right, so I'm getting some traction in some areas. Um, I obviously cannot be a one man band at all times, you know? Um, and I start, I I really started thinking about, okay, so what is the next move for me, which I need to, I'll I'll actually get into at a different time where it's like, okay, what am I going to invest in a warehouse, a warehousing space, which I've been thinking about a lot lately, lately. And at what point, at how many sales per day do I need to get consistently for me to actually be like, okay, now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta start hiring somebody or hiring some people. Um, and it's, it's a bit challenging because like, you know, it's a big investment, you know, to, you know, invest in a warehouse and all, and all of that, that comes with that. Right. Um, I've had commercial space before in a different business. It's not, you know, I'm going to, I'm trying to, I'm, look, if I can avoid it, I will, right? I will, you know, if, if there's another efficient way and there are some other ways, I, um, some other avenues that I can go into that will relieve me of, um, fulfilling orders and, and doing everything myself for the most part, there's some avenues I can, I can take, but it also comes with, comes with risk just like anything else. Um, 
But anyways, um, but mainly my, my thing I've been thinking about, like, okay, well, how many sales per day do I, uh, um, what, how many sales per day do I need to be hitting every single day for me to be like, okay, yeah, I can't go beyond what's my max capacity. I can't, I can't go beyond this certain number. And, and I came up with a number, but it's not as clear cut. Um, I thought it was 50 sales a day, 50 sales a day. Um, I need to hire somebody, but it, it, it all depends, you know, like if I, if I have uh 50 sales a day and it's only three products, my, my max capacity is actually higher because, um, because if I'm, if I'm fulfilling, uh, you know, two products or three, let's say three, if I'm filling three products, I got like, you know, 15 here of this product, 15 here of that product, 15 here of that product. Uh, uh, the fulfillment is a little bit easier because it's, it's the same, you know, it's, it's the same, um, um, you know, the same poly bag or the same envelope or the same, um, uh, shipping supplies, right. Opposed to if I have like, cause I have like quite a bit of SKUs and sometimes I have to like, you know, um, it might be, if I have 50, uh, cells and they're each of a different skew. See, I have to pick out, I have to pick out the different skews. You know, I got to look for them and, um, and, I, and, and some of them ship in different, sh- uh, packet, some of them ship in different, um, you know, poly bags or envelopes or mailers or something like that. They may ship in different things. Um, and it takes more time. <clears throat> so anyways, I'm kind of going off. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, I might be talking about that at another time, you know, but there, there's some areas, right? But anyway, so yeah, so I'm getting the vasectomy, um, uh, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's finally happening. I actually planned on getting the vasectomy like three babies ago, you know, and something, something always came up where the doctor canceled on me. Or I was, uh, or I was, you know, or I procrastinated on getting the vasectomy by maybe a couple of weeks, and then uh, you know, and then a, and, a, and then a, uh, uh, my wife was pregnant, or like I said, one time the the doctor canceled on me because you know he had a family emergency or something like that. And then my wife ended up pregnant with twins, and um, you know. And then it's always something. So I've, I've been trying for actually like two years, you know, or no, about, about three plus years to try to get a vasectomy. So it's finally happened. And then after this, uh, no more babies. I got six. I went on the way coming up soon and we're getting ready for that. Uh, it's it's going to be, you know, um, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting because um, last year, well, not last year anymore, but two years ago two Decembers ago, um, you know, we had the twins and that was, that was, that was very tough. Um, and it's, 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 it's not going to be as tough, you know, having one more, having one baby opposed to having, uh, two like we did last time, but you know, there's going to be new challenges. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. You know, it's going to be hard. And, um, I got to keep working though. You know, that's what, uh, unfortunately I have to keep working. I mean, yeah, I'm going to, you know, slow things down and do things a little bit differently to, um, have more time, but, um, not, not much is going to change for me 
in terms of uh, uh, how much I need to work. So I got to I got to get this money. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, I, I I sat out a li- a, for quite a bit when the twins were born. And um, and I needed to, you know, even though I was I was still working, but I was probably doing maybe about half of what I was you know on doing on average. Um, but this time I'll probably be doing about 75% of what I usually do, you know, instead of, uh, knocking my workload down to half. Um, it is what it is, man. You know, it, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, you know, I work from home, so it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Luckily, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm blessed that I'm able to just even be here to, to be working and still take care of my kids. So, um, but it's not always cracked up to be, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you that that much. A lot of people, you know, well, your pre pre pandemic, uh, that was, that was, that was the selling point for entrepreneurship, right? Oh, work from home. You know, you you can be with your family and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it can, it can be very challenging depending on how big your family is or, you know, depending on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it all depends. I mean, no one really talks about this stuff, you know, and uh, you, you don't really get any game on this stuff until you get into it. Um, but you know, after the pandemic, people start working from home more often. Um, but you know, so a lot of people have the knowledge now of the different challenges that it is for working from home. If you have a family, now if it's just you at the crib by yourself, you know what I'm saying? You, your dog or whatever, like it's nothing. Right. But if you had a wife, kids and everybody's at home, it could be a bit more challenging depending on your space and all that kind of stuff. But luckily, um, I was able to, you know, move the needle and, 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 uh, make certain moves prior to, um, being able to work from home and pandemic and all that kind of stuff that allowed me to have the space that I have. And, uh, um, we're, 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 we're growing out of it, but, um, but I'm still able to make it happen, but it's, it's very tough. It's very tough. You know, it's just very tough because of the, <laughs> because stuff happens, you know what I'm saying? Oh man. Um, anyways. Okay. So, uh, that's that. And the last thing I want to talk about is, um, the different changes that are, um, I'm, I'm, um, different changes, you know, not, uh, in addition to having a baby and, um, continue doing business and private label product and all that kind of stuff, which I, which I have already. So I'm, I plan to get my private label product listed, uh, before I go to sleep. Um, um, I already have the photography. I have, um, um, I've set up different, I set up a different Etsy account. Um, I set up a different eBay account and that's where I'm going to start at. And the thing is, is like, it's like, I just need to get sales to get proof of concept, right? I need to get proof of concept and make, make my money back. But the, the goal eventually, um, um, is to be able to capture email addresses and things like that from, from customers. So I can actually start, um, uh, having a business that's, you know, um, that is, uh, having a business that actually allows me to connect with, uh, with, with my customers. So, uh, um, you know, where I'm, where I'm be able to communicate with them, you know, right now that's right now, you know, with the whole e-commerce thing, when you're doing wholesale and stuff like that, 
most of the time it's just very transactional. So I'm trying to move out of the transactional to re uh, relationship. So a transactional meaning that, you know, you put something up for sale and they buy it and you never hear from them. You may, ne you may never hear from them again or um, and you can't even communicate with them. You can't tell them about new products coming out. You can't tell them directly about new products coming out or um, new uh, uh, promotions or anything like that. Or, or you can't, you, there's certain levels of creativity you can't get to when you're selling on these platforms like eBay, Etsy, you know, Amazon, especially Amazon, but you could, you could do more on Etsy, eBay, Poshmark than you can do on Amazon in terms of uh, communicating with, with customers. But the goal is to uh, be able to be, to be, be to be able to be uh, become independent of the platforms and start um, really start developing that relationship with the customers in terms of gathering their email addresses and maybe phone numbers and birthdays and things like that. Um, but right now I need to focus on, okay, is this a product that, that am I right? Right. Am I right about this practice being able to be sold? Will someone buy this? Right now I did all my research and so on and so forth. Um, and I think, I think they will, but I need to be able to confirm that, improve that with sales. So that's what I'm working on now. So anyways, um, I got that. Uh, hopefully I ha maybe I have it up. Honestly, I don't really know. Um, but, um, I'm going to really try and want to really try to do that before I go to bed. I really need to get all this lifting out the way and it's work out the way that, um, that I need done within the next few days, but will not be able to do after I do the vasectomy. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, uh, so changes, I'm going to do changes to the podcast. So the podcast is, is going to uh, change, um, the name of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to be make, making some uh, dabbling and some change changes into the podcast and, 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 um, really honing in on the message that I really want to get across. Um, it, it's going to be called, multi-channel seller podcast so um so you know the artwork is going to change and and um and uh yeah so that that's that um and i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna start i'm gonna open up some lines of communication so if uh, folks want to ask me questions or um, just communicate with me um i'm gonna have an email address i maybe have a google voice number people could leave messages for me if they want to do that um and I'm going to try to get a little more active on, on social media, Twitter, uh, Twitter specifically, and, uh, and maybe down the line, open up a discord, um, you know, open up a discord, uh, chat or whatever, but, uh, but Twitter for sure, I think I'm going to be able to, um, use Twitter a little more and communicate with folks through there. So if, it, if people want to connect with me, you know, and just, you know, talk about, you know, their, their, their businesses and their goals and, um, or ask me any questions, anything I can help out with. And, you know, just trying to open up a line of communication between myself and you guys. So, um, that's coming up. Um, I do plan on doing the, uh, the podcast on YouTube. Um, but, you know, with the new baby coming in, in about a month, I don't really know 100% if that's going to happen, you know, within the next month or so. But um, I'm trying to figure out maybe because every, every, like I said, I'm a one man band right now. I'm a one man band. So I have to figure out how to do everything I do has to be very, very effortless and efficient. Um, so if it takes a lot of time, it's probably not going to happen. But there's a, if there's a way I can 
do something very effortless and efficiently, uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to at least try it. So at least there'll be probably, probably be clips from the podcast on YouTube. So now I'm thinking about that. Um, um, that, that may, that, that seems a little bit more effortless. And, uh, and more and something I could probably do more efficiently than just trying to just stream the podcast on YouTube entirely. But, um, but we'll see, we'll see, but that's my goal. That's what I want to do. But what's going to happen for sure is opening up a line or a few lines of communication between myself and you guys, um, um, podcast name change, artwork change, um, honing in on the message a little more, you know, um, I know I'm a little bit all over the place with with the content, but you know, just honing in on the message. Like I said, the podcast is going to change name to multi-channel seller podcast or multi-channel seller, right? Um, so we're gonna, um, you know, get all things multi-channel, but also, you know, just discuss uh, discuss how to move through all of this, right? Because the thing about the thing about entrepreneurship is not just you know the business that you're doing. I mean, it's a lifestyle. You know, what I mean, it's it's a way to think, it's a way to live, and um, and 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 all of the thoughts that you're having sometimes are not about strictly entrepreneurship. It's it's just about growing in general. So we're gonna, we're gonna try to touch on as many uh, many of the topics that 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 you have in your mind and that I have in my mind. So that's why I want to open the line of communication to kind of get. Um, to get a feel of what people are thinking, to get a feel of what, you know, what are people going through? You know, what, what information is actually, um, is actually something that is going to help them out. Um, in addition to the tactics and strategies of actual business, right? So we want to, you know, make sure we're nurturing our minds and our bodies. You know, we want to talk about all of that stuff as it relates to building our businesses and becoming successful entrepreneurs and uh, uh, and successful people in society, right? So, um, so yeah, so that's 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 what's gonna be happening with the podcast. Um, and then, you know, uh, the last thing I want to touch on is uh, that there's actually a fourth book that I forgot to mention on um, the 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 episode a few a few episodes back the back, uh, the episode where I talked about the three books that would make you rich forever. Um, I don't know what episode that was. Uh, that was episode. Let me see. All right. Sorry about that. Um, the thing that I didn't want to do actually happened. <laughs> so I was looking for the episode and I accidentally stopped recording. But anyway, so that was episode 49. I went back and checked it out. The three books that will um, make you rich forever. There's actually a fourth book that I wanted to, um, I wanted to record another segment and then add it, add it to the podcast. I may still do that. I'm not sure. And add it to the episode. I mean, um, I may still do that, but I'm not sure. But there's a fourth book, a fourth book that I was like, yo, I can't believe I, I forgot about that. Um, it's called the uh, 100, oh, shoot, 100 M, 100, 100M offers. So $100 million offers. Or 100M offers by Alex Herm Hermosi Hermosi, I think it's uh, Hermosi. Uh, it's like Alex Hermosi. If you look him up on YouTube, man, it's I mean the stuff he'd be saying is like it just connects um, with me. 
but um he uh you know he's you know a decamillionaire or a hundred millionaire and uh uh he made his he made his money in the service business business i understand where he comes from in terms of you know he, he made a lot of money you know using click funnels if you know about that and all that kind of stuff um but but uh i i apply a lot of what he's saying and what and what, he, what he's talking about which a lot of his concepts he's learned from um Ru- russell brunson from click funnels like i said and also dan kennedy um another email another marketer online marketer i mean these guys are brilliant i follow these guys and i always try to tailor um um, their message to, you know, physical products, because a lot of what they teach and talk about is from a, uh, service-based business. Um, I, you know, um, but it's all, but, but, you know, I would say about 75 to maybe 80 to 90% of, of, of the information that they, they share and talk about in their experiences relates to what I'm doing. So I'm trying to tailor their message to what I'm doing with my private label product, right? So, you know, his book is about um, how to make an offer so good. Um, His tagline for the book is like, you know, making an offer so good, uh, uh, it would be stupid to say no. I thought about that. And I've been following his channel on YouTube for for quite a bit. And his I love his content. Content is amazing. Um, And... And, uh, I want to do that with my, with my products, right. From my brand. Now, how do I make a products, uh, make the offers so irresistible, right. That it's stupid to say no to it. So, you know, um, I got his book, his book is 99 cents, um, on, uh, if you buy it on Kindle. So it's 99 cents. And, you know, so I bought it on Kindle and also got the uh, Audible. You know, I got Audible. Audible, I just recently got Audible. So I got his book on Audible. I got all the books I mentioned on Audible uh, that I mentioned in episode 49 on Audible, as well as, um, um, I guess I got a physical copy of 12-week year. I got a a second physical copy because I lost my first one. But Audible is actually... For years, I've been dreading getting Audible because, like I said, I love, um, like I said before, I love the physical books and all that kind of stuff. But Audible, I actually, I'm starting to really like it. And I think I'm going to be that guy that buys, you know, Audible books as well as the uh, physical or Kindle book, um, depending on what type of book it is. Uh, Because with with Audible, what I've been experiencing is kind of like what I've been experiencing with experiencing with youtube and in podcasts you know it's it's like listening to a podcast episode you know um you know non-fiction stuff i'm talking about it's like listening to a podcast you know um but there's a challenge where it's like um i don't get all the information like you know i'm, I'm running errands sometimes right you know i'm out i'm out running errands and i'm, I'm listening to alex hermazi his stuff is very technical in terms of like, okay, well, he's breaking down what you need to do to get the results that he got. And, um, all right. Sorry about that. I had to stop recording for a second to attend to something, but yeah, you know, if I'm, if I'm listening, um, and, and like I said, with, with Alex Hermosi's book, uh, a hundred M offers, 
Um, and and if I if I miss something, which sometimes happens, you know, your mind wanders or whatever, and I'm running errands, if I'm listening, and if I miss something for like 30 seconds, then I have to like really rewind and go back to it and, you know, um, so that's why it's important. That's why it was important for me to also have the Kindle version um, as well. And uh, so I can, so I can listen, you know, when I, when I, when I want to, when I want to consume the information, I can't just read it, you know, when I'm driving, when I, um, so the whole point of having the audible is like just being able to consume it when I want to. Um, and, um, and then when I really need to like sit down and, and, and understand and, 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 you know, try to copy what he's doing, what he's, you know, copy what he's saying, do, and, uh, and take notes and things like that. I can sit down and read the Kindle book. So I got the audible and the Kindle. So, um, so yeah, that I've, I've been listening a whole lot. I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and, and go through it, but, um, I listen to it a lot, you know, I'm listening to it. If I'm cleaning up, you know, washing dishes or something, or, you know, I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening, just like I would listen to YouTube or, or a podcast. But, um, uh, so yeah, so the book is amazing and, um, I'm going to, uh, and my goal is to use it, to apply it to my private label, uh, product and private label products moving forward. And you know, the thing about it is, um, you know, I, I know I keep saying it, but I'm going to make a, um, we eventually get an episode about this specifically, uh, where I can go into more deep about the private label stuff, about my private label, private label stuff. But if you do want to um, learn about how to get to private label, how a, a pathway to get to private label, I did that a few episodes back called Path to Private Label, where I talk about my um, my journey from you know pretty much where I um, almost where I started, yeah, pretty much where I started up until the point where I was able to um, have a private label product. Okay. Um, but you know, as time goes on, as as I start, you know, getting more experience and whatever, you know, whatever's happening with me, I'm going to eventually be talking about on the podcast. So, um, so yeah, that's that, uh, that's that. Uh, so that's it. That's all I got for now. Um, going to get back to work. Uh, happy new year folks. And, uh, let's get out here and let's get it.